Welcome to Zichru Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Avram Goldeh, and today Masechus Kedushin Daf Lamed Ches, the first parak Isha Nikneis. The Zichru Masechus Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Torah says that the Jews entering Eretz Yisrael ate of the land's produce on the 16th of Nisan, implying they did not beforehand. This seems to prove that Chadash was forbidden even before settling Eretz Yisrael, not like Rabbi Shmuel's opinion, so they could not eat Chadash until the Omer was brought. The Gemara answers that it was permitted to them, but they had no need for it. The Torah says they ate man until they entered Eretz No Shabbos, uninhabited land implying Eretz Yisrael itself. Yet the same Pasuk says they ate until reaching Kinsei Eretz Kanan, the border of the land of Kanan, referring to the eastern side of the Yardin, the entry point into Eretz Yisrael. The explanation is that on the 7th of Adar, Moshe died and the man ceased to fall. And they subsisted on the man in their vessels until the 16th of Nisan. Point number two is taught in the Brisa, B'shiva Ba'adar Meis Moshe, U'b'shiva Ba'adar Noad. Moshe died on the 7th of Adar and was born on the 7th of Adar. It first proves his date of death. Moshe died in Arbus Moab, and the Pasuk says that B'nai Israel mourned Moshe for 30 days in Arbus Moab. Yeshua was then told to prepare the nation to cross the Yardin three days later, which is further identified as the 10th of Nisan. Thus, Moshe died 33 days earlier on the 7th of Adar. Moshe was born on the same date as he said on the day of his death, Ben Meva Esmishan Anokhi Hayom, I'm 120 years old today, indicating that he was exactly that age which teaches, that Koshbarak who sits and completes the years of the Tzadikim, from day to day and from month to month, meaning their exact date of birth, as the Pasuk says, I will complete the number of your days. And point number three was stated in the Mishnah, Chadash applies biblically everywhere, even outside Eretz Yisrael, Orla applies everywhere based on a halacha, and Kalim applies everywhere by rabbinic decree. Amraim dispute the meaning of halacha in the Mishnah. Shmuel explains, it's a regional practice, meaning an accepted custom outside of Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yochan explains it as halacha Sinai. The first opinion is challenged. A Mishnah teaches that although Suffolk Orla is forbidden in Eretz Yisrael, outside Eretz Yisrael, he may go and purchase fruit from a non-Jew, although some of his fruits are Orla, provided he does not see the owner picking Orla fruit. However, regarding Kalim, it says that he may even have the non-Jew pick the greens of vineyard Kalim outside Eretz Yisrael, provided he does not pick it himself. If oil is forbidden outside Eretz Yisrael by Halacha Moshim Sinai, and Kalim is only rabbinically forbidden, this distinction is understandable. But if they're both rabbinical, why is Kalim more lenient? The Gemara answers that Shmuel taught the Mishnah as saying the same Halacha in both cases. So once again, the three points are number one. The Torah says that the Jews entering Eretz Yisrael ate of the land's produce on the 16th of Nisan, implying they did not beforehand. This seems to prove that Chadash was forbidden even before settling Eretz Yisrael, not like Rabbi Shmuel's opinion, so they could not eat Chadash until the Omer was brought. The Gemara answers that it was permitted to them, but they had no need for it. The Torah says they ate man until they entered Eretz No Shabbos, uninhabited land implying Eretz Yisrael itself. Yet the same Pasuk says they ate until reaching Kinsei Eretz Kanan, the border of the land of Kanan, referring to the eastern side of the Yardin, the entry point into Eretz Yisrael. The explanation is that on the 7th of Adar, Moshe died and the man ceased to fall. And they subsisted on the man in their vessels until the 16th of Nisan. Point number two is taught in the Brisa, B'shiva Ba'adar Meis Moshe, U'b'shiva Ba'adar Noad. 
Moshe died on the 7th of Adar and was born on the 7th of Adar. It first proves his date of death. Moshe died in Arvas Moab, and the Pasuk says the Bnei Israel mourned Moshe for 30 days in Arvas Moab. Yeshua was then told to prepare the nation to cross the Yardin three days later, which is further identified as the 10th of Nisan. Thus, Moshe died 33 days earlier on the 7th of Adar. Moshe was born on the same date as he said on the day of his death, Ben Meva Esmishan Anoche Hayom, I'm 120 years old today, indicating that he was exactly that age which teaches, that Koshbarku sits and completes the years of the Tzadikim, from day to day and from month to month, meaning their exact date of birth. As the Pasuk says, I will complete the number of your days. And point number three was stated in the Mishnah, Chadash applies biblically everywhere, even outside Eretz Yisrael, Orla applies everywhere based on a halacha, and Kalim applies everywhere by rabbinic decree. Amraim dispute the meaning of halacha in the Mishnah. Shmuel explains, Hilchas Medina, it's a regional practice, meaning an accepted custom outside of Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Yochan explains it as halacha lomoshim Sinai. The first opinion is challenged. A Mishnah teaches that although Suffolk Orla is forbidden in Eretz Yisrael, outside Eretz Yisrael, he may go and purchase fruit from a non-Jew, although some of his fruits are Orla, provided he does not see the owner picking Orla fruit. However, regarding Kalim, it says that he may even have the non-Jew pick the greens of vineyard Kalim outside Eretz Yisrael, provided he does not pick it himself. If oil is forbidden outside Eretz Yisrael by Halacha Moshe Sinai, and Kalim is only rabbinically forbidden, this distinction is understandable. But if they're both rabbinical, why is Kalim more lenient? The more answers that Shmuel taught the Mishnah as saying the same Halacha in both cases. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Ches, and our standard Simon relates to a Dabra Lach liquid, and we use chicken soup for the Simon to make it more distinct. So here goes. Chicken soup remained in the diamond set of bowls until Tezai Nisan, even though the soup flow from the sky had ceased on Zainadar, reminding the soup sippers of the birthday and yard site of Moshe Rabbeinu, who taught us the halachas of Orla, Misinai. Once again, slow motion. Chicken soup, chicken soup, that must more on daf, lamad ches, Chicken soup remained in the diamond set of bowls until Tezai Nisan, even though the soup flow from the sky had ceased on Zain Adar, which reminds us, the man fell until Moshe's passing on Zain Adar, and they continued to eat it until the 16th of Nisan. So, Chicken soup remained in the diamond set of bowls until Tezai Nisan, even though the soup flow from the sky had ceased on Zainadar, reminding the soup sippers of the birthday and yard site of Moshe Rabbein, which reminds the Gemara brings the source that Moshe was born and died on the 17th of Adar. And we learn that a sits and completes the years of the righteous from day to day and from month to month, meaning the exact date of birth. As the Pasuk says, as Mispar Yamecha Amale, I will complete the number of your days. So, chicken soup remained in the diamond studded bowls until Tezai Nisan, even though the soup flow from the sky had ceased on Zain Adar, reminding the soup sippers of the birthday and yard site of Moshe Rabbeinu, who taught us the halachas of Orla, Misinai, which reminds us it was stated in the Mishnah, Chadash Asimina Torah, Bikomakom. Chadash applies biblically everywhere, even outside Eretz Yisrael. Orla halacha, Orla applies everywhere, based on halacha, and Kalim applies everywhere, by rabbinic decree. Amarim dispute the meaning of halacha in the Mishnah. Shmuel explains Hilchas Medina, it's a regional practice, meaning an accepted custom outside of Eretz Yisrael. Rav Yochan explains it's a halacha of Moshe Misinai.
So once again, chicken soup remained in the diamond side of bowls until Tezai Nisan, even though the soup flow from the sky had ceased on Zain Adar, remind the soup sippers of the birthday and yard site of Moshe Rabbeinu, who taught us the halachas of Orla, Misinai. All right, so now it's time for Vorbala Ba'a Chazar. So the simmer is a ladder. So here goes. The woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder. Ladder? That must be more on Daf Lamadalad. The woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder opposite the time-bound mitzvah clock, which reminds the more discuss the exemption of women from the mitzvah's asish as mangrama and their chiva mitzvahs that are not mangrama. There are exceptions, as Rabbi Yochanan said, we do not learn from general rules, even where it says except, because there may be additional exceptions which are not listed. So the woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder opposite the time-bound mitzvah clock looked past the man wearing tefillin down below, sitting right next to another man. Learning Torah, which reminds the Gemara, says that this principle of women are exempt from Mitzvah Zasisha's Mangrama is derived from Tefillin. Ma Tefillin Nashim Baturah just as wearing Tefillin is a time-bound Mitzvah and women are exempt from it. Av kol Mitzvah Zasisha's Mangrama Nashim Baturah, so too. Regarding all time-bound Mitzvahs, women are exempt. Women's exemption from Tefillin is derived from Tefillin being written near the Mitzvah learning Torah from which women are exempt. So the woman sitting on the diamond-studded ladder opposite the time-bound Mitzvah clock... Look past the man wearing tefillin down below, sitting right next to another man, learning Torah, when they saw their husbands approach carrying jewelry for the Chag, as well as the save the date notice for the mitzvah of Hakel, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, instead of exempting women from mitzvah's ancestors mangrama, based on tefillin, let us derive from Simcha, the mitzvah, to rejoice during the Shalosh Rodalim, that women are chayv in mitzvah's ancestors mangrama. Abaya answers Ishabal Masamcha regarding a woman's rejoicing, it's her husband who gladdens her, meaning it's his obligation, not hers, to ensure that she rejoices. The Gemara goes on to explain why we don't know that she's high from the midst of Hakel. Daf Lamed Hay, so the similar Daf Lamed Hay is the children's choir singing La La La. So here goes. The cute little boys' choir, boys' choir, that must be more on Daf Lamed Hay, La La La. The cute little boys' choir in the diamond studded outfits waving their fingers side to side while singing. The women are also chayv in the don't do song to their proud mothers, which reminds us. The Gemara asked for the source of the Mishnah's rule that women are chayv by every losase. Rav as well, Rabbi Shemal's Academy quoted a pasuk discussing swearing falsely about stealing. Isha, Isha, Kiyasmi, Kochatas Adam, a man or a woman who shall commit any of the sins of people. Ishva, Akasim, Isha, Isha, Kochatas Adam, the pasuk thereby equated a woman to a man regarding all the punishments of the Torah. If they're subject to the punishments of Malkus for violations, they must be bound by the commandments themselves. So the cute little boys' choir in the diamond studded outfits waving their fingers side to side while singing the woman also chive in the don't do song to their proud mothers acted out cutting pays, destroying beards, and becoming tummy to the dead. For the woman can do stanza, which reminds us the Mishnah taught that there are three exceptions to woman's obligation in all Mitzvah Zosase, rounding payas, destroying the corners of the beard, and for Kohanis becoming tummy to the dead. The more brings the various sources. So the cute little boys choir in the diamond-studded outfits waving their fingers side to side while singing the woman are also chive in the don't-do song to their proud mothers, acted out cutting payas, destroying beards, and becoming tummy to the dead, for the woman can do stanza, which conclude with the words as a boy pointed to where a woman can make a bald spot when mourning her dead. Which reminds us, Isi added another exception, women are also exempt from the commandment not to make a bald spot on the head in mourning someone's death. His source is the Pasuk You are sons to Hashem your God. You shall not cut yourselves nor make a bald spot between your eyes for the dead because you are a holy nation to Hashem your God. The opening word Banim teaches only sons and not daughters regarding the prohibition to make a bald Spot. So the simmer Dafilamid Vav is Lulav. So here goes. 
The mother who yelled Banim to her sons who were acting foolishly with their diamond studded Lulavim. Lulavim, that must be Duff. Lamed Vav, Lulav. The mother who yelled Banim to her sons who were acting foolishly with their diamond studded Lulavim and pretending to have sword fights instead of doing the mitzvah, which reminds us, our Bryson teaches about the Pusik, Banim Atem Hashem El Kechem, your sons to Hashem your God. The Buddha holds when you act in the manner of Banim, you're called Banim of Hashem. But if you do not act in the manner of children, you are not called as children. Rimer disagrees. Whether you act this way or that way, you are called as children. He quotes for Psukim to demonstrate this, the first one being that we are called Banim even when we act foolishly. So the mother who yelled Banim to her sons who were acting foolishly with their diamond studded Lulavim and pretending to have sword fights instead of doing the mitzvah want them to see their father doing smicha on his carbon as well as other avodos that only men do. Which reminds the next mission list of various steps of bringing carbonates which a woman does not perform such as smicha, tenufa, hagasha, and kamitza. So the mother who yelled Banim to her sons who were acting foolishly with their diamond studded Lulavim and pretending to have sword fights instead of doing the mitzvah want them to see their father doing smicha on his carbon as well as other avodos that only men do. And not the sota doing tenufa of her mincha sota with a koan, which reminds us we learn the source of the sota does tenufa of her mincha in addition to the koan, which we learn from the pasuk comes from a gezer shava of yad yad with shlamim. Daf lamed zayin. So the simmer daf lamed zayin is laser tag. So here goes the mitzvah shehitli ba'arts laser tag team laser tag. That must be more on daf lamed zayin. The mitzvah shehitli ba'arts laser tag team with their diamond studded laser guns hiding behind piles of truma and meiser, which reminds us the next mission states call mitzvah shehitli ba'arts any mitzvah which is dependent on land such as shemitah or trumas and meiser. Eno nohegas el ba'arts only applies in Eretz Yisrael, but shehitli ba'arts and any mitzvah which is not dependent on land nohegas ben ba'arts ben mechutzarts applies both in the land and outside the land, with some exceptions. So the mitzvah shehitli ba'arts laser tag team with their diamond studded laser guns hiding behind piles of truma and meiser shooting Orla Klein and Chadish targets that were in the Chutzlarz zone, which reminds us, the mission taught that every mitzvah which is a land obligation applies only in Eretz Yisrael except for Orla and Klein, which apply everywhere despite being land mitzvahs. This was taught as a halacha of Moshe Misinai. Rebbe Yezer concludes, Afa Chadash, even Chadash, the prohibition to eat new grain before the omer was brought. The Gemara asks, Rebbe Yezer, Kula Palig or Lachumra Palig? Is Rebbe Yezer arguing to be more lenient than the Tanakama or to be stricter? So the mitzvah Shehitli Ba'art's laser tag team with their diamond-studded laser guns hiding behind piles of truma and meiser, shooting Orla Klein and Chadish targets that were in the Chutzlarz zone, successfully zapped their opponent doing a wine libation on a private bama in an area called Moshe Vosechem, which reminds us, in a bright the time discuss the implication of the word Moshe Vosechem, your dwellings with respect to Nesachim, wine libations of our Kabbanis. Rabbi Shmo, because he holds that Nesachim are only brought with a carbon on a Bama Tzibur, a communal Bama, cannot interpret your dwellings to mean in all places that you dwell, rather it must mean that it only applied after the 14 years of conquering and settling near Israel. Rabbi Kiva learns that Moshe means everywhere that you dwell. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which of the one that mitzvahs had told you about arts such as Shemitah, Truman, Meiser only apply in Eretz Yisrael? That's on Duff. Lamad Zayin. Good number two. Which of the one that the month ceased flowing on Zayin on but B'nai Yisrael continued to eat it until Tez Zayin Nisan? That's on Duff. Lamad Ches. Good number three. Which of the one the source that a sota does to Nufa or Mincha sota in addition to the cone who waves it with her? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which of the one the Rabbi Yochanan words that's Halacha Moshe Misinai, that Orla is also forbidden in Chutzlarz, that's on Dav? 
Amitchas. Good number five. Which stuff do we discuss whether the mitzvah chadash also applies in chutzlar? That's on daf. Lamed Zayin. Good number six. Which of the one about women's exemption from Baltakif, Baltashkis, Ubaltatami Lamesim? That's on daf. Lamed Hay. Good number seven. Which of the one that one must stand for a safer Torah? That's on daf. Lamed Gimel. Good number eight. Which stuff? Tweet about Chokas, Rabbi Yudin, Rabbi Mer, whether we are called the Banim of Hashem when we're not behaving properly. That's on daf. Good number nine. Wish something to learn how we know that Moshe Rabbein was born and died on Zion Adar. That's on Dav. Good. And number ten. Wish something to learn that Isi holds that women are also exempt from Bal Yikruchu, tearing their hair out in grief as a sign of mourning. That's on Dav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgold from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.